Hello and welcome to the Yggdrasil podcast. I am your host, Rhett Tosker. Today I have Armored Core Lore with me. Hello, Armored Core Lore. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. So, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to my channel and explain what it is you do in yours? Of course. Uh, well, as you said, I'm Armored Core Lore, and on my YouTube channel we talk about the, the lore of Armored Core, as twisted as it is, and as fun as it can be sometimes. Okay, so uh, I noticed that your Armored Core channel, um, it's been around for a while, obviously, since Armored Core has been around for a while. Um, why don't we start off by what do you think about the upcoming game? Are you excited? Absolutely. Um, as a, I didn't really start with Armored Core 1. I started with Armored Core 2 as a teenager. Mm -hmm. But um, unfortunately, as a teenager, I thought it was too hard and threw it aside. Mm. Did you? So it was years later that I came back as an adult and played it again. And I just fell in love with it all over. At this point, have you played all of them? I have. I have. Thank goodness for that. Otherwise, it'd be a bit of a bad lore channel, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm completely new to the Armored Core scene myself, but I, I like Dark Souls a lot, and I like from software games in general. And so I've been trying to get into them. I finished Armored Core 4 um, this weekend, and I've been playing. I'm almost done with Armored Core 3 Portable. Uh, I, tr I started a little bit of an Armored Core 1 just to get a feel for it. I don't think I'll finish that, but um, just to see what it was like. And I've looked at some gameplay clips of Armored Core 5 Verdict Day, and that's about mm -hmm. that's about the extent of my knowledge right now. But I intend to keep going at least a bit more, play a few more of them. Sure, sure. Which one's your favorite? Uh, well, it's a bit of a tough one for me, because really, because <laughs> I like Formula Front, the PSP one. Oh, it's basically you just let the computer battle it, which is a real odd choice, but it's just the most funnest game I've had with them all. What's the what's the main difference between Formula Front and the and the other ones that you like so much? I, I think the difference is Formula Front's very uh, away from the awful landscapes. It's very much a sports event. Armored cores are used for sport, so you get the company still there, but everything's a bit more light-hearted instead mm. of doom death despair <laughs> it's just a little break from it <laughs> i have a i have an interesting question uh, i've been trying to Look keep up with um forums and looking at, at the kinds of things that people discuss now and have discussed in the past look at some archived posts from game facts mm -hmm. and reddit and just just a bunch of stuff and one thing that i noticed is that um i keep hearing this sentiment um First of all, let me explain. I'm a big Miyazaki simp. I've been simping for Miyazaki uh, for a long time. I've been I've been talking about his design, uh, the Dark Souls games. A lot of my channel focuses around Miyazaki and and uh, Dark Souls. And so uh, I, I saw this sentiment among the Armored Core community that at least in the past, people used to think of Miyazaki as the guy that ruined Armored Core. Is that a is that a thing that used to exist? And is that uh, the case now? The problem is you can ask anyone everyone's got different opinions as i said we had a period where armor core 3 was the best thing since sliced bread and everyone loved it you know people were going out for tournaments they were making videos they were talking about it, it was a huge huge thing and it was just an unfortunate thing that as you said armor core came along this gentleman took over and this was his vision and everyone went well it's not the same as three <laughs> It's faster. I don't like that. Um, you've taken away the things I like. And is I find that interesting because I is that still the common perspective? Because I don't 
uh, every poll I've seen, and I've seen a lot of polls at this point done in several different websites um, around today where people are talking about that. I even ran my own poll on my community post. Um, it seems like Armored Core 4's generation, 4 and 4 answer, are now the, mo the more popular ones. That's, that's when it, whenever I see people say, what, what, what would you like to see Armored Core 6 to be like? That's either the predominant answer or, well, no, it, it is always the predominant answer and it, it, it doesn't win narrowly. It wins by a lot. You can understand that completely because you say it's we've moved on for a generation and people really attach themselves to four and four answer. Mm. I think people liked four answer more. It was more refined of what Armored Core 4 was all about. Mm. Uh, it's when I talk about a lot of me, as you see, I started with a four answer on my channel because that's where obviously I really, really liked it. And that was obviously where the popularity came from. So I thought I should start there. You know, I, I kind of I was thinking of putting this off, but I have a burning question and it seems like there's just no way around it. Um, let me, let me frame it like this. I think it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Let me frame it in this way. Um, okay. I play monster hunter games. Um, I like monster hunter games. Um, before I was doing souls content, I was doing monster hunter content and in monster hunter games, there's a certain player divide that, um, you might find interesting. There are people in the monster hunter community that like, uh, the older generations of Monster Hunter, they like Monster Hunter one through uh, four, let's say. Uh, this is very simplified history. So anybody that, that's listening to this that wants to correct me, I'm being not nuanced on purpose. We need to just to get through this. <laughs> um, and so then Monster Hunter World comes around and it's very popular. Um, but people, there's a lot of people that don't like how fast it is. They prefer the slowness of of the previous games. They prefer their monsters to be more methodical. They liked the deliberate nature of combat, uh, and they think that uh, Monster Hunter World strays too far away from this. And then they come out with a new one after Monster Hunter World called Monster Hunter Rise, and this one's even faster, like cranking it up to 11. So fast, in fact, that many of the Monster Hunter World fans are now talking like the Monster Hunter 4 and before fans. Uh, and they're like, well, this is entirely too fast. Like, this is, it's too fast. It's too easy. They've taken away the things that made Monster Hunter World um, great. Um, and so uh, now they're all kind of waiting for Monster Hunter 6 to to be announced. There's this, there's this ongoing tension in the Monster Hunter community. And so they're all waiting for Monster Hunter 6 so they can see the gameplay. They can see how it's going to be like. And they're all hoping that it it takes more inspiration from their personal generation, their personal favorite generation. Um, does that sound familiar uh, to you? It sounds too scary familiar, to be honest. In fact, if you just throw in them hating each other, you've got the perfect <laughs> mixture of what Armour Core fandoms are like. <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting the sense of that just, just from reading and, and looking at it and, and just people talking in my chat. I was getting that idea that there's like a, a similar thing. So let, let's talk about that. Can we, uh, can we run me back from the beginning? What is the gameplay like for the first few Armoured Cores, one through three? And then tell me you, um, how the effect of four was on the community, and then five, and then we'll talk about six after that. Sure. So Armor Core 1 to Master of Arena was obviously the beginning. Everything was just a bit slow, but everything was a bit clunky, so every robot, you get a few jutters. This was the beginning, and it was the fresh, new, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah. So gameplay was okay, bit juttery, but give it a chance. It's the first one. Uh, Master of Arena was a little bit of an upgrade. Wouldn't say it was too much, uh, but it was an improvement. It improved on the arena, which people really liked. Now I'm going to get in trouble because I forgot the middle one, Project Phantasma. <laughs> uh, Project Phantasma was um, 
in between both of them. That was very story focused, but it still had the same mechanics and the same slow speed as the first one. And obviously after that, Master of Arena. So all those basically slow, steady, bit clunky, but does the job. Armor Core 2 came along and the mechs are a bit faster. Obviously a bit smoother as well. There's an introduction of overboost, so now things are faster. You can go faster. Obviously, we get a huge graphics improve. So this is starting to tip people. So people are going, I like this. And it continues the story of Armour Core 1. Uh, and we, we, we get some real improvements from what we get. We don't get clunky things anymore. We still have the same slow, combat-ready, if you'd say, mechs. No one's going around jumping like they're on blocks anymore. Right. So, and we move on to three. Now, three, for a lot of people, is when this huge, great thing opened and people went, wow, this is what we want. So it refined everything too had. It made things just a bit quicker. But it also opened up things like left-hand weapons, uh, choices of extensions on their core. So now you could have small, and I'm going to get in trouble for this because I don't remember the name of them, and I will pronounce <laughs> it wrong. But they're called... Exceed orbit cores. So these little round balls would pop out the cores and they would fire. It became very more attack focused. You could do a lot more attacking. You could swing. You could swy. You could. It was basically pinnacle. Everyone said, perfect. This is what we want. <laughs> so I didn't do this through um, to Silent Line, which was the one after. So they a few tweaks here everyone said yep still my armor core 3 i like it very very much then move on to the later games which came after was nexus now nexus did a funny thing because what it introduced was heat i don't know if you've heard of this famous heat mm -hmm, i have uh, the famous heat debate where now armor cores produce heat and as a raven you had to manage that at the beginning, you'd find if you used your boost too much, you jumped around too much, you'd overheat and you'd end up basically a walking keeper scrap. So people were like, oh, I don't really like this one. It's still got the core core mechanics of three. So, mm. so Nexus was, was there. It had its bits. It was better than two, but was when started things going a bit downhill here. Then we move on to Last Raven. Uh, now, let me, Last Raven let me has ask something. Um, is well, Last Raven where Miyazaki came into the company, or was that a little before? Uh, I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I know he directed four and four answer, but I, I, I he did. He I did. I know he worked on one before he directed uh, those. He did. He did. Um. <sighs> I couldn't really say, to be honest, because right. I'm so focused on the other things. But I I'm, I'm guarantee you, three seconds in, someone will correct me, because that's what everyone's favorite job is on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as I said, The Last Raven came about, and The Last Raven was really, don't want to say it, because it's not Dark Souls, but it was really that era of everything suddenly got harder. Mm. Nexus was too easy. Last Raven was, well, we'll turn everything up to 11. So you had... Uh, mini battles that came out of nowhere. You had heat consumption. You had 
battles that were completely unfair. You had the AI, <laughs> which was tuned towards cheating a little bit. So it was that game that created that sort of, and I hate it, I hate these, get good attitude we seem to have developed. Mm. So that's when people started to fall off. So then after that one, we get the joys, a favorite Armored Core 4. Now, this was obviously the big turning point. Because here, we stepped away from ACs and we developed them to nexts. There's a whole history. I won't bore you with it. But the basic, simple idea is what happened here is a brand new thing. Armored Core 1, Armored Cores, became normals. Right. What the player got was called a next. And this was the best thing ever. It was faster. It developed a primal armor shield, like a force field around it. It could do two weapons. You could do dual rifles, which I'm sure you've noticed in your playthrough. Yeah, <laughs> quite strong. Yeah. yeah, this is the thing. And back weapons, you could fire two back weapons at once. It was just, it was a generally faster game. There was no sneaking around buildings. Everything was very open. So you could fly about, you could do that. It was all very quick, 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 quick. And the missions became very short as well. Right. So this was the speed generation. So a lot of the older fans went, it's too fast for me. This isn't mech. This is Gundam fantasy. Hmm. Um, then Four Answer obviously improved on all that, made it better. Obviously, everything opened up. Get the famous, you get the famous people of White Glint, which was this huge character everyone clings to now. It's the most popular one, apart from obviously Nine Ball. Um, it was just a generally the same. Well, I say same. It was faster than Four. It was more refined. So that's almost the pinnacle of fourth generation Armored Core is this is what you want to play. Mm. Then we go back to five. I say we go back. We go to five. And then we get this whole backwards turn of, oh, you don't get Primal Armor anymore. Uh, you don't need to go so fast. We're going to put you back in urban areas and you're no longer piloting a next. You're going back to an AC. Well, as you can imagine, this upset next, a lot of... Are Next still in the game? No. Okay. Next did not... Next completely disappeared. So, uh, just a general question. The games aren't connected on, uh, outside of their numbered uh, titles, outside of their generations. So, like, 4 and 4 Answer are connected. They're in the same timeline. But 5 yep. and Verdict Day are not in the same timeline as 4? Now you've opened up the can of worms. There, oh, wow. Because <laughs> we currently have this debate going on. Uh, some people will say four to Verdict Day connected. They're all in the same world. It's how they ended up there. Okay. The big Kojima, because they use power of called Kojima, and Kojima contaminates everything it touches. Mm -hmm. So for people that say it's saying it started in Armored Core 4 when they found this technology. And it went all the way through to Verdict Day. And that's the connected timeline. Other people will say, no, the timeline stops at 4 Answer. Armored Core 5 and Verdict Day 
are a brand new one. And what about three and before? Uh, does does that does the generation thing work there? Uh, I guess three connected to Silent Line and Last Raven. So Armor Core three to Last Raven are all connected. They are all in their own timeline. Okay. Armor Core three was a reboot of the series. Okay. Uh, they are a nice timeline on their own, and it's the same from Armored Core one to Armored Core two. Another age. They're all in the same timeline. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, go back to what you were saying. Uh, we were talking about the impressions of that Armored Core five made on people. Sure. So as I said, uh, we got rid of next. We went back to ACs, smaller, urban, more urban combat. Uh, flying wasn't such a big thing. ACs could jump off buildings. If you see it, they can jump between buildings. So that was their thing. Um, we also got the change of back weapons. We lost back weapons. So this became more of something you could swap from your hand. So your hand weapons could also go on your back. So if you wanted a shotgun, you would obviously change the shotgun and you mm. put your original weapon back in your back. Do you, so was Armored Core 5 and Verdict Day, was that an attempt to return to form by the developers, do you think? Or was it a completely new thing that happened to also be slower? Truth, I think Armored Core 5 and Armored Core Verdict Day was this game that they thought we should focus on multiplayer. Because mm. that was the big thing at the time. Everyone, you could go out, you could join a clan, you could fight each other. You could operate as your own mercenary. It was a big focus on multiplayer. I'm sure if you see on YouTube now, there's a lot of matches out there and even still going on to this day, it's the multiplayer that's lived on. Okay, so it wasn't necessarily a return to the older style. You, they slowed things down to put a more to put it a, on a more emphasis on PvP? Yeah, we. it almost became... Armor Core used to be a very single... Um, you're the best, you're the... Right. Main hero. When we got to five and we got to Verdict Day, it became almost more a team sport. So you worked in teams to defeat your opponents, to defeat the other team. And that was the general feeling that the focus had shifted away from that single player experience to a more multiplayer experience. In the. Again, you can see the problem because when you shrink these things down after you've given someone their big fancy flying robot to suddenly go, you're now on the ground, you have to use buildings to hide, and there's no more back weapons, so you can't go around dual rifling everything and praying it works. <laughs> Other big thing here that changed is we had three new types of weapons. Now, this has never been done in Armour Core. So what it was is they focused on... Now I've got to find the names of them, otherwise I will be in trouble. But it's simply, yeah, there was kinetic, chemical, and thermal. So there were damage Each types. one of these basically counted each other. If you went up for an opponent who was uh, strong at chemical, you had to switch to another weapon. Otherwise, if you were using chemical weapons, you weren't getting anywhere. Mm. This was another big change because people went, I can't use the weapons I want. I now have to switch and swap like every single time. Uh, it's a difficult one because, as I said, some people really liked it. It had a real challenge. It was more, had to more think about your opponent. You couldn't just go in guns blazing. Of course, we also had scan mode enabled. That scan mode was 
something you could do to pick up information on your foes and regain energy. However, in this mode, you couldn't fire. So a lot of people will have noticed that they uh, believe the button was the L3. The PS3 controllers now are, were going were fading away from the amount of times you had to switch between these modes. That was basically the game. The gameplay became slower, more, more think on your feet, and less about speed, go, all that. So do you think, well, let me put it this way. Um, I've gotten the sense from talking to the people in the chat uh, and looking at forums and stuff that Armored Core 5 seems to be like the, the odd one out currently. There's people that have a lot of affection for 3 and openly talk about their affection in 3. Uh, and of course, four is the the darling at the moment, at least. Uh, but but five seems to be the least popular one, as far as I can tell. It seems to always uh, score lowest on the polls. Is that a sense? It, it, would you say that's accurate? Absolutely. Uh, it's as you say. We get a lot of people from the third generation that don't like the fourth generation, and the fourth generation don't like the fifth generation. Right. It's almost that really nasty cycle. You get. So what about you personally? What, where, where do you land? Me personally, I'm unfortunately one of those people that think everything has its bad points. There's no <laughs> pinnacle of anything. I mean, if you look at the games, there's always, there's always going to be something wrong with your favorite game. And what about, okay, so let's talk about Armor Core 6. What, if, if Armor Core 6 was going to draw inspiration from one of the generations that we've talked about so far, which one would you mm. want it to do to, to grab from? Personally, I would say I'd rather it took elements from 4 and 5. Mm. This may sound a bit weird, but um, it's always been the idea that with Armour Core games, we either get, so with 4, you got the very, very best, and with 5, you got this PC. Uh, for my idea, for Armour Core 6, I almost want to see a mixture. I want to see something different so maybe you don't start with the amazing super fast next maybe you start as an ac and you work your way up to it mm. so maybe there's different elements of there so we can have a build so there's almost a i'd say there's happy medium but i don't think there ever will be one but that's me putting my dream hat on <laughs> well okay so having now finished armored core um four and playing a little bit of one and almost finishing three portable um, I haven't tried five, so I can't use that as a point of reference, but, um, I kind of like three portable more, like a lot more, um, than I did four. And there's like a couple of reasons and some of those might be my fault, but I'm not sure they are exactly. Okay. So when, when you start off on three, you, you're not, you can't infinitely boost around, you know, you're, you you actually walk around and then you can boost for small periods of time in four. When you start off, you can immediately instantly boost and. Uh, boosting is just what you do. There really shouldn't even be a option to walk in Armor Core Four. You should really there should just be yeah. only boosting because that's all you're going to be doing. You're constantly holding down the um, left trigger. Um, I, I found that so many things in Armor Core Three were were a lot of the things that I liked um, that I wanted in in Four. Uh, okay, there was a, so much more context in certain things. Like you could get mail, you know, from from uh, corporations and read that. Uh, yeah. You could, you could, uh, I felt like the story was more clearly explained and that's not necessarily a good thing, but 
the, for me, the more text available to interpret, the better. It's not that I dislike the way that Armored Core 4 tells its story. I'm, I'm all for obscure storytelling and stuff that you have to piece together. I like Souls games, after all. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of the things that I wanted from Armored Core 4 in Armored Core 3. Uh, specifically, the, the, the mail stuff and all the things that you can do be before, like just slap, go into the mission. The, the problem with 4... I think it was just trying to be that fast, packed action game. Don't worry about the story. Just go, go, go. You can catch up on that later. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, well, here's another thing I enjoyed about 3. It, it seems to me, and maybe this this probably isn't something that got caught on my stream, because I did very little of the mech customization. Um, but I did a lot more mech customization in, in Armored Core 3, because uh, I had to, because <laughs> I was getting... Uh, slapped around in a lot of those missions. So I did a lot more messing around with weapons and parts and trying to figure out what everything was. In Armored Core 4, I didn't, felt, I didn't feel incentivized to do that uh, because it was easy as shit. It was so easy. Uh, like if you if you saw any of my streams, I was just going in guns blazing, holding down the, uh, the boost button and shooting until my ammo ran out. And that worked 99% of the time um absolutely does you're right and i did have the pleasure of watching your stream and reading your chat while you were doing it so yeah. uh and, and um, yeah but but well for me that's a problem um because i don't i, I i'm happy to engage with this it, it's clear to me now having played armor core 3 and messing with its customization that a lot of the joy the the a big big part of the joy from for armored core is messing around with the customization and using that to get through the mission that you're trying to to get through um, but if the game doesn't push me to do that, uh, and lets and lets me slide and lets what I'm doing work and work and work with no consequences uh, and no no effort, then it's hard for me to get to that. And people will say, "Well, try the hard mode." Okay, but I don't I don't want to try the hard mode. Uh, that should have been that should have been there to begin with at some level. Like I'm not I'm not asking it to be brutally difficult, but there should have been more than one point in the game where I was like, you know what, what I'm doing isn't working. I should go back and I'd mess around with those systems that I haven't been engaging with. And three gave me that like several times so far. I'm much better prepared to to uh, tackle four answer next week. Now that I understand a little bit more about mech customization and, and the joy of mech, mech customization. But you, you've, you've hit the nail on the head, really, because as you said, Armor Core 3, it gave you a mission brief. It said, this is what you're going to expect. Mm. If you go in unprepared, it's going to put you back on the spot and go, go away and learn. <laughs> Armored Core 4 was very much, you are the super robot. Go out there and shoot things. And if it doesn't work, bring a bigger gun. <laughs> it certainly felt that way. Exactly. This is what I think. And from my point of view, the, the problem with Armored Core 4 is it hid its law terribly. Mm. Absolutely didn't explain anything. And I'm sure as one of your streamers said, you have to find some of this lore in books, which was in Japanese only. Ah. So it was it's a process of eliminating it, which makes people don't want to say. From my experience, you either get those players that just want to play the game, there's those that want to learn about it, and there's those that just want to go to PvP. Mm. As you said earlier about your your mech customization. Most players, mech customization will just be, as you say, go in, pick the one with the biggest gun, go for it. Right. Uh, when you go into PvP, all different ball game. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 
you just sit on the forums and you just read some of these things. People have got it down to a fine art. It really is something that can be learned. And if you master it, by gum, does it look impressive. Right. Did you do any PvP yourself? Or did you engage with that part of the game much? My history with PvP is I went online with my GA Sunshine in Armored Core 4. I then proceeded to play against a player. The match lasted an entire 20 seconds. <laughs> which I said, probably not for me, so I'll step back and keep in single player. Right, right. There's a... There's a same kind of thing happens in... Um... Dark Souls, there's a lot of people that are very, very into the PvP, and a person that's not engaged with the PvP community will not last uh, at all. Like, uh, you, you, there's a high skill ceiling in Dark Souls PvP, and unless uh, unless you really engage with that, you can get easily one-shotted by an experienced uh, uh, person. And I like the PvP, but Dark Souls also has like this, um, basically what I'm saying is, is what you described, uh, the PvP seems to be the kind of thing where it's like, oh, you're going to get BTFO'd, and then then you're going to go part mixing and learning and maybe even going to forums and figuring stuff out. I don't particularly like going to forums to figure things out. I like to do it on my own. But but that sounds optimal for me. But it would have been nice if that same um, brick wall existed in, in the actual just story. Because really, now that I've, I've been messing with the customization that does seem to me to be the heart of armored core you customize your mech to get through difficult challenges uh or, or whatever challenge you're, you're currently having uh and i feel like i complete i missed that i completely missed that in armored core 4 plus you know uh missions were like 30 seconds long like and some of those is exaggeration in in the length it's like sometimes it wasn't even 30 seconds long in some of those missions it it's true some of the missions were very short and if you knew what you're doing you could easily wipe the floor with them as I said, there are players out there who I'm sure you've seen and seen some people suggested you use blades on your AC. Right. Yes. Most, if you put it politely, if you're a blade, they usually know what they're doing. Most missions don't last longer than a normal player would take. They can take half the time. Right. So it's really, if you know it, you're going into it. It's that thing. But as you said, it's when we move on to five, we almost get that challenge back. Mm -hmm. these switching of chemicals with these switching of weapons i should say weapon types sorry because you can't just go in there guns blazing there is you know, something there to stop you to say you can't use those weapons switch to something else right I, i'm pretty sure someone will prove me wrong and brute force their way through it in fact i already know there's someone who's brute their way forced through it but the challenge is there you're incentivized by the game to switch things up basically which is Absolutely. what I've been... there is something there to make you do it right which is basically what i what i would have asked for and for um i actually did watch your four lore video um your part one which basically covers the lore of armored core 4 to really pick up on anything that i might have missed i felt like i did a good job of understanding what was going on uh but what i noticed is that uh so hard mode you you smoothed it over by saying that there were different accounts about what happened, but it seems like hard mode had different events happening uh, in certain parts that told you a little bit more about what was going on. So the problem is, is when you do things like the law, it's as I said, you know yourself, maybe um, it's 
you can say we can say the hard missions are the canon lore of the game. It tells us more, it gives us more details. Problem with four and for answer was there was translation issues. Ah. So in one mission we had our partner next say, Oh, target the blue uh, AC, uh, target the blue next, and you're fighting a white next. Mm. So that was left over from the hard missions. So that was a clear indication that, that should have been where it goes. But to keep things running smoothly and to be fair to people, because as you say, you didn't want to play hard mode. Right. So that was the idea of that video, was just to be honest, also talk about the fact that actually, yeah, there was more story to have. You can say hard mode is the canon. That is actually what happened in these games. Right. So um, back to the whole thing as to what um, people's preferences would be from Armored Core 6. I've looked a lot, and in votes, Armored Core 4 um, usually wins. Generation 4 and 4 answer. They usually win. They're like, that's what we want. One's super speedy mechs all the time. Um, but I have gone around and looked at what other YouTubers have said that um, talk about Armored Core. So Fighting Cowboy is a is a YouTuber that does content on Armored Core 4, some content on Armored Core 4. Um, and he was recently on a podcast and he said, it's not a good idea. Uh, he doesn't think that they're going to do it, that they're not going to go and go balls to the wall speed, um, and, you know, for speed. He thinks it, it they should slow it down. It should be a mixture between three and four. But a lot of what yeah. basically what you were saying, um, and I've seen I've seen the sentiment in forums. I've seen the sentiment. Even um, the only other channel that I've seen dedicatedly make Armored Core videos other than yourself is uh, Above Average Gaming, I think it's called. Mm. And he recently put out a video uh, basically saying the same thing. It's a bad idea. Um, it's not it's not going to look good. Uh, it's it's not it's not uh, that they basically it's not likely that they're going to go as fast as four. And he doesn't think they should go as fast as four. It's basically his um, his opinion. I think I agree. Um, it, it bothered me that you have tank treads in, in those armored cores, but you never needed to... You were constantly boosting. Like, even on the ground, you're not actually touching the ground. So I was like, why... Do I even have tank legs uh, on Armored Core Four? If I'm if I'm boost, I'm hovering off the ground constantly and never actually touching it. What are the tank treads doing for me? Um, yeah. it's a nitpick. It's a nitpick, but but uh, stuff like that like accumulated. Um, I have a lot of those little nitpicks about Armored Core Four. I enjoyed it. Like first of all, I don't want people in the chat like jumping on me. Uh, I did enjoy it. <laughs> I liked Armored Core Four, um, but going back and playing three just really was just a whole. I honestly wish I had streamed myself playing three because it was like a real awakening. It's like, oh, this is is uh, the the customization. This is the the heart of Armored Core. I get I'd get slapped around. It's like, okay, well, let me go back to the garage and, and tinker. That happened like one time in Armored Core four, and that was probably my favorite part of the game. That was that was my favorite part of the game where I was like, okay, I don't understand what that is. I need to I need to understand. I'm not going to go through the trouble of learning what all of these um terms mean especially because in armored core 4 there was no way to select each term and, and have them described to me so i was like i'm not going to go and learn what all these terms mean if uh i can brute force through it with my very inexperienced very um non-tactical tactics uh, uh just just grabbing the two nearest rifles and and going for it 
absolutely but as you said that was but this is the split we have between generations right. and as you say if we ask say the polls basically say we want it like armored core 4 right armor core was very accessible to people everyone could just pick it up and play it three was the one that said here's a story here's some roadblocks you know you can work through it you can sit down you can think about it yourself mm -hmm. you know five did the same but people were so used yeah they were so used to fours basically go with it that they went oh bit slower now a bit rubbish really <laughs> can't really use what i want i'm usually in, in situations like this i like to say um i don't know what i want but i'll tell you once <laughs> once i see it because really um like for example i didn't like dark souls or demon souls when i first played it uh, i didn't like mm -hmm. monster hunter when i first played it uh it takes a minute for you to to like things like that uh and so I'm uh, when people ask me, well, what do you want from Armored Core Six? Uh, it's like, well, first of all, I'm just barely getting into Armored Core, so I don't know in general. But now that I've got a little more experience, I still don't know. Um, I, I trust that it'll be a good game, and if it's completely different than what, what we're expecting, if it's if it's as fast as four, if it's faster than four, if it's uh, slower than four, uh, if it's more tactical, if it's slower even than three, like I literally just don't care. I'm sure they'll do a good job with it. Um, all I can, the, the only objective thing I can say at the moment, uh, is that I liked three more than I liked four. No, that's completely fair. And I'm going to sound like him, but I do wish the Armacore community would just be a little more open. We have to be a little bit more accepting of each other. We've all got different likes and things. And I guarantee you, maybe when six comes out we'll might get that people who played fifth gen go i don't like six <laughs> maybe people will appreciate fifth gen more once once six it'll, maybe, it'll be <laughs> maybe but as i said the problem with is and i'm sure it's like every community we have the people who just go this is the best one and they won't sway or thing you know mm -hmm. and as you say if you sit down and talk to some people they'll say yeah i like three but it had its problems or i like four but it had its problems as well I think we need to be more accepting of that instead of going, this is the best one. I won't change my mind. The the interesting thing about the Armored Core thing in specific is that I feel like uh, it's it's a, in quite the state of uncertainty because really we have one interview uh, with Yamamura and Miyazaki talking about Armored Core 3, pretty much dispelling that it's not going to be like a Souls game. That's That seems to be like the point of that interview. And they say a few things there. But nothing definitive enough to they say this is going to be an armored core game. It's like okay, but what do you mean by that? Because now I know about at least three different generations that are vastly different. You rebooted the game at least three times and, ma and made s serious changes to the formula. Uh, so when you say that it's going to be an armored core game, I can't tell what you mean. There's like one phrase where they talk about um, the part customization and that you can you can make your, your flight time more. You can you can boost more or less depending on on what you customize. But mm -hmm. but honestly, that is just that's not enough to go on to make a definitive uh, conclusion that it's like, oh, that's totally going to be like four. It's totally going to be like five. People will point out to parts of the Steam page or something where it's like it's fast paced. All right. But, you know, three is fairly fast paced. Even one, I think, is fast paced in comparison to other um, mech games, you know, um, and three isn't exactly slow to, to start with. Um, in general, it's just slower than four, and 
maybe five. I'm not sure because I haven't played five. But three. Uh, so when when I say three is more methodical and slower and it's beating me up, that doesn't mean it's slow. It's still quite fast paced, all things considered. I think. Yeah. You said the the thing. It's about speed. And as people say, they they say Armor Core Five isn't. Yes, but the problem is it was built on the same foundation as Four Answer. Mm. So they say it's not fast. It's just it's just taken back a bit. You're not snooping around at 500 miles an hour. So let me ask you this question. This this is something that um, I asked some people around uh, what, what I should ask you about. What uh, the majority of my audience are soul players and they um, they range from people that like souls lore to people that like souls mechanics, soul stuff. Uh, Mainly they want, they've, they've, they've accepted it's not going to be like souls. It's like, okay, fine. It's not going to be like souls. What about the lore? How is the lore told in Armored Core games? And, you know, you, you being the Armored Core lore guy, I thought it'd be best to ask you. <laughs> uh, is the lore in 4 Answer told significantly different than it is told in 4? And is it told differently in 5? And do you think it's going to be told differently in 6? The earlier games, I will honest, did the lore a lot better. They did a lot more justice. As you said, they had mail systems. There was conversations. Mm. It was most thing. If you want to get the story of Armor Core from the beginning, from one all the way to the third generation, you could pick it up through the emails or you could completely ignore it. It was your choice. There was not forced upon you. I was saying that lore is very much read, take it in if you want. Um, Off-gen was a complete and utter throw it in the plate and see what sticks, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, as you said, you went, say you played the game, you saw how fast it went. You got the small cutscenes that gave you the baseline to work with. You get other people who ask, well, what about this company? Like I've recently had a question about um, Mechanica about their location in the world. Because in the game, it gives you a small bio that says they were dominant in Africa. Right. People go, were they? Because there's other ones that said they were as well. <laughs> and which part were they in Africa? Dominant in? Yeah. You, go, you have to be honest with people and you say, there's nothing there. I don't there know. I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> so, I'd, I'd love to tell you. I'd love to go as deep as I can. Right. It's not like three where you pick up an, an email and it goes, that's where they are. That's where it is. Uh, you know, it's that company doing that. It, it's kind of a shame uh, now that you now that you say that because I actually like the themes that the Armored Core games seem to be playing with. Uh, for example, in Armored Core Three Portable, they have you know they're all underground. Uh, they they live underground. They, they're controlled by two big corporations, uh, and, and those corp and everything seems to be controlled by an AI, the controller. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, the whole plot of the story is that the controller seems to be malfunctioning. I don't actually know if they're going to tell me why he malfunctions. I'm close to the end and I still don't know why he's malfunctioning. Um, uh, but but either way, um, like, I like that. I like the, the detail that they go into the companies and the different uh, philosophies that they go by. Like, one of them is like, look, we should keep maintain the status quo. Like, yeah, the controller's messing up, but like, what are you going to do? We can't, we can't... Uh, do anything about it. the other ones like we should take control of the controller so that we can so that our company uh becomes dominant and then uh you you your faction decides we have to destroy the controller and now the even the, the company that was like 
even the company that was like, we should control the controller was like, wait a minute, we didn't say you should can destroy it. Like, well, all of our lives revolve around everything with the controller. You shouldn't destroy the controller. Uh, and then they 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 also try and stop. It's 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 fun. Like, I like this whole dystopian thing. I like that each one of the Armored Core seems to be like gritty in, in its own way. You know, Armored Core 4 is all about um, corporations having overthrown the government and, and um playing political games with each other, fighting proxy wars that turn into an open conflict. And then the Kojima particles destroy everything. And, and like the world is burning down around you <laughs> and you try it, you try and, uh, take a little break, but the companies don't trust you. And they send, uh, white glint after you at the very end. It's, it's all, it's cool. Um, but I feel like the coolness is going to be missed by most people, like almost, almost everyone, uh, that was even watching my stream or, 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 or playing it themselves, unless they're like actually really trying to pay attention, they're not going to notice that that stuff is happening. And even if they notice that that stuff is happening, it's hard for them to get invested that that stuff is happening or appreciate uh, the weight of it um, because because of how it's told in four. Um, yeah, that's basically my opinion. I, I do not. I I agree with you entirely. Even though I I do like four and I do like four answer, the law is a bit of a bosh to be honest. It's hmm. It's there, sort of, but as you said, there's just not enough to really bite your teeth into. It's mm. nothing you can take away. It's it's almost like the hook with no worm on it. It's <laughs> uh, it, it's there, and it's really interesting. And I mean, you've, obviously, I've dedicated too much of my time to it. That's the problem. I really loved it. You know, there was just there's so much in there, and if you look into it, you can find out there's royal families hidden within one of these corporations. Uh, another one's basically just out to kill everyone. They don't care how they do it. Uh, everyone's a pawn in their master plan. Tell me, uh, in in four, how did you get all the? I looked at some of your videos on the different corporations. One of the things that I said in my stream was that I would have loved a tab uh, to tell me a little bit about the, about the corporations, and maybe as as the gameplay progresses, uh, more of that information gets unlocked, and so you get more backstory on these corporations. And you go in quite in depth in all of the corporations that you talk about uh and i was and i was like where is he getting this it's like i completely <laughs> didn't see any of that in my playthrough what the fuck <laughs> as i said a lot of it is hidden in these books it's ah. called armored core uh a next order mm. which was basically a book written about an in-game journalist who went around and he talked to all these corporations and he talked about uh all these problems they were facing with Kojima particles. What was their policies? What did they do? But of course it's all in Japanese. So you spend hours trying to get it translated and <laughs> you just sit there and you go, Oh, so you can't expect the average fan to do that. Right. In four answer, it got a little better with their loading screens. Their loading screens gave a bit more to touch on. Ah, That's nice. Yeah. And um, there was a lot more cut scenes in, Armored Core for answer with radio transmissions between pilots. Okay. Okay, I like so that. You got to learn a bit more about who was who, who had this relationship, who didn't, um, what they thought of each other. And what about uh five and verdict day? Did they did they keep the four method of storytelling or did they do something different? I'll be very honest, I get requests for the story of, of what's going on in Armored Core Five and Armored Core Verdict Day almost every day. <laughs> Because it was that much. You can have the basics. The basics are in Armored Core 5, there is an organization called the Corporation. So they are the 
at the start, they're not the baddies. That the bad, the baddie at the start is father. He's this tyrant who has put the city thing under. Everyone's under arrest, and everyone can't do anything. And you work for this corporation. You're going to fight against this resistance group. But then you see what this group do, and you go, "Well, that well, I say you do as the player. We call he's called the Dark Raven in law. Dark Raven in law sees what these people are doing and goes, "I should join the resistance." So then you get the whole story of him switching over to the resistance. And you learn about Fran, who's the daughter of the leader of Resistance, who unfortunately has to take over. Won't spoil it too much, otherwise I'm going to knock myself out of a video here. Um, <laughs> you, you, it's, the base is there, but there's just so much lost in it. And people go, what? <laughs> but again, this confusion, again, comes from this whole, is it linked to four or is it on its own? Right. Have you come... we go on later in... Have you come to a conclusion day. yourself? Do you have an opinion as to whether they're linked to four or not? Personally, I'm still on the fence. Mm. I am currently going through uh, two Japanese books that cover it. The After and uh, the other one is a mechanical. I think it's a guide of it. But I'm still chooping through that one. And there's... It's, it's a lot to take in and you can see why they didn't put it in there the game because it's a lot to take in for people especially and... when you're concentrating on making sure you're not getting shot with these chemical weapons these <laughs> chemical weapons and everything else right when you're trying to look at uh, scan mode i've seen um scan mode like i haven't played it like i told you but but i've seen what scan mode looks like uh when you're looking at other things and mechs um and it's like it's a lot of information. I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Like in the middle exactly. of a battlefield, you're over here looking at a, a chart. <laughs> exactly. And this is what this is. You know, it, it's so much. <laughs> and you can see if someone thought, "Oh, I'll just add a bit of story in there," there would be no way anyone would catch it. <laughs> you wouldn't stand a chance. You'd be too busy hiding behind a rock because some other AC's got a giant rocket launcher just right. firing at you, and you're standing there with your two pistols going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, it, it's, it's... Five is just a real problem for me. It's something I'm trying to get my head around because there's there's also towers. This is what may, starts the whole major different, the whole link between four answer and this. These towers contain old technology. These old technologies are from a previous war had. So this technology goes on and um don't want to sound spoiler so i will say there is a spoiler coming up just in case anyone would like to go and play the game it is okay. very good okay the final boss of edit day is a very similar looking white glint text i see so and he's got everything he's got the primal armor he's got the overboost. he comes in on a vanguard booster which was a major thing going on can you get his armor? Everyone went. Sorry? Can you get his armor in game? No. Okay. He is... The whole idea of it is he's come from the past. He has come from this oh. previous war, and no one understands how this technology works except this new, this company he works for. Uh, but the, his appearance is what started this whole is it linked, is it not? So are you going to be Quite making. Frankly, he's caused me a lot of headache. <laughs> Are you eventually going to make videos on Armored Core 5 and Verdict Day? Yes, I am. Okay, that's I great. Am. I have made my promises to people. It must be kept. <laughs> uh, 
That's great. I'll look out for those. I I, I kind of want to I kind of want to see them. Well, bring some popcorn. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be long. So, let me ask you about the lore in Armored Core Six. Do you do you have a sense? It, it's like right now there's there's really not much to discuss. But how would you like them to tackle lore if they were going to do lore in Six? If they were going to do lore in Six, I think I'd like older style. I'd mm. like emails. Mm -hmm. I'm also very fond of cutscenes we get. We got an armored core for answer because that gave something life. It was all there. Honestly, as I said, with, the nice thing is with armored core six is we're starting with a brand new timeline, but completely wipes away anything from the past. So it's a fresh start for them. They can go wherever they want. They can have. Any, any companies they can have everything there's nothing holding them back anymore one of the things that i'm really eager for um i'm, I'm a big souls lore person and miyazaki did direct this early on <clears throat> and from from the way that the story sounds like it sounds very miyazaki the issue the initial trailer gave me so many miyazaki vibes in, in the way he tells stories first of all he's like let the last cinders burn he talks about fires feed the fire let the last cinder burn both fires and cinders are both things that have heavy lore connotations in his older um, works in Dark Souls. <clears throat> and the, the story of the thing seems to be like there's a substance, you know, it's super rare. We found it in this planet and it's awesome. It was going to it was going to boost our technology all over the place. It, um, we got there. Somehow this this material triggered the destruction of the, like this whole solar system really looked like like the planet was getting engulfed in fire the surrounding area was getting engulfed in fire. Um, then time passes after this planet got destroyed and they refined the substance. And now you're working for this corporations and you're all trying to get your hands on it. Uh, pretty much repeating the same mistakes of the past, like not giving a fuck working, like fighting each other in this dilapidated world, uh, trying to get this, this material. And I was like, yes, that's what I want. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Give me some of that shit. <laughs> uh, go Miyazaki. Just, uh, uh, uh Give me that fire. Let it burn. But as you said, the, uh, the beginning where everything gets wiped out is almost a staple of armor core. Mm. Most armor cores will start with the great destruction, which wipe out the world. Mm -hmm. Only one that didn't was for uh, armored core four, because this was, it was the start of everything. There was no great destruction. The great destruction happened. That was almost over the course was of the almost game. Very armored core. Hmm. Actually, let me ask you about that. Uh, at the end of Armored Core Four, like the world's pretty messed up. Uh, is Four Ants <laughs> like what's happening in Four Ants? Like there's Korjima particles everywhere. Like everything got blown up. Like uh, you, you, your pilot seems to be all right. He went off uh, and did stuff. But in Four Answers, like is the world okay? Is 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 everything wiped off the map? World is polluted, and the way it works is unfortunately you've got. I'm going to spoil it, so I apologize to you. Go for it. Go for it. Um, we have half the world's population living in um, almost sky cities. They're called cradles. Mm. So up there, air is clean. There's no Kojima particles. It's great. All, where all the corporations and all the other people live. All important people. Uh, and on the earth, you have poisoned. And what happens to the next, a lot of next from the Armored Core 4, 
they stay on this earth. Weren't invited up. Everything is protected. You can't go anywhere near the cradles. You need special permission to do anything near them. As it says, they were condemned to a poisoned earth. Hmm. At this point, earth is dying. There is no escaping it. And as the game goes on, you do get your answer. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Um, wow. (laughs) The classic joke everyone will know. You you get three choices. There is what the, there's three endings. There's called the. Well, hang on, ending. hang on, hang on. That's a little too much. Like I just wanted. The, the, I'm sorry. The, I'm gonna the, shut up. No, yeah, that no, that's great though because I like, I like that shit. I love, I love. I I guess this isn't really even just a staple of Miyazaki. Uh, it's a staple of From Software in general. They like telling stories like that. They like uh, putting you in a dilapidated world and you're having to wander around and and look at the the their past glories the you know ruins and and i guess even now it's still it's in armor core 6 you see a lot of ruins uh but it's uh usually i'm used to those ruins being great castles and kingdoms and now it's going to be like uh you know mechanized modern cities so that's going to be fun i'm really looking forward to that kind of thing the lore for me is is important like it's it's special i need a i need a i need a legitimate reason to justify what i'm doing i can't just go in shoot and have fun i i, I really just it, if if i if even if the gameplay is wonderful even if the gameplay is really fun if you don't give me a meaningful reason to keep shooting things i'll eventually just drop it so it's it's i've been happy with what i've seen of armored core i like the themes that they play with you know that, that makes me very happy to hear because there is a lot of people that just don't care about the law and that <laughs> is absolutely fine because that, that it's it's a at the end of the day it is your choice what you want to consume, and you, some people, as you say, don't need a reason to go out and shoot the gun, right. which is perfect. You know, it, it, out of context. <laughs> I feel like uh, the the way I feel like stuff like that. Like I, I recognize that not everybody gets into souls lore, for example. Not mm-hmm. everybody gets into the the kinds of things that I care about about Monster Hunter, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as we can all get along, I feel it's great because you're just subsidizing the things that I like. Like, so if you don't care about Souls lore and you buy the game and you play through the game and you like it and you review it well and you think it's a great game, because there's a lot of people like that, but you don't care about the lore at all, that's great. You're, subsidi- you're subsidizing the lore for me. So it's like more lore for me. Uh, you're, you're allowing the possibility of more games like that in the future by the same company. Uh, I'm perfectly okay if people do- aren't gripped by the same kind of things that, that hold me. I don't think it necessarily means they have bad taste. I think it just means that there's... Um, there's something about it that didn't click for them. That's perfectly okay. Not my business. Don't care. And that's the, I think that's the way we have to take these things. As I said, we, we've got a lot of hostility then between them. But I think, as you say, if we can all get along, we all benefit from it, no matter which side we take. Yeah, as long as you like one thing about the game, it's perfectly okay. All right, I think I'm out of topics. Did you have something that you wanted to uh, touch on? Because um, me and my audience were... We're Souls players. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what kind of things uh, we should be asking. Is there something you think we should know about or something you wanted to discuss? No, to be honest, you, you've pretty much covered what we have. No, I promise. I think you've pretty much covered it. As I said, we've majorly talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I think we, I think we did a good job. Yay us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This has been the Yggdrasil podcast. Thank you all very much for watching. Goodbye, Armored Core Lore. Bye.